Hey there, audio listener. You're listening to NPR. Could you imagine how annoying? I don't know how people listen to NPR. Whenever I accidentally tune into it on my radio, I, I veer off the road. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the audio version. A lot of people are watching the videos more and more. Or they're subscribing for the daily show, louderwithcrowder.com slash mugclub. If you have not, it is what keeps these free shows coming. These shows will cease to exist unless more of you join at lotterwithcredit.com slash mugclub99 annually. That's 69 for students, veterans, or active military. Just enter in the word as a discount because, you know, Google's been squeezing, YouTube's been squeezing. If you look at uh, the Apple Store, they're not necessarily super uh, super pro. Whatever your view is, as long as it's not radically left, they're giving money to the Southern Poverty Law Center. You heard me talk about them this month. Uh, we appreciate the support. And if you feel like you're missing out on some visual gags, head on over to YouTube or if you're a Mug Club member, CRTV, to watch the whole thing. Enjoy the show. Lotter with Crowder Studios is protected exclusively by Walther and Hopper. I'm telling you, at some point, something has to be done. Going up against YouTube directly is a suicide mission. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. I don't care. The demonetizations, the restrictions, the hard strikes, it's gotta stop. And if we don't do something soon, there won't be a mug club left to save. I'm just glad to be here. Hey, kid. So what do you plan to do about the 310 tumblers, Jack? Hey, Bob. Leave the 310 tumblers to me. But right now, we've got to take care of you two.
That was me uh, pointing actually yeah. to bring in uh, our third chair right away, Matt, Matt at Matt Eisman on the Instagram and on oh. the Twitter. And you know why? I was actually at a doctor's office and third chair. The cover yeah. of what is it? <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis today. Arthritis I'm, today. I'm, I'm like the Kim Kardashian of the arthritis world. Three-time cover man. Whoa! <laughs> I will have you know. Yeah. And the lady said, "Oh, is that Matt Eisman? Oh, I just love him. He's the gimp. So I'm huge amongst gimps. Yes, so, huge yeah. amongst gimps. I don't I'm I'm to use that term. And American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior Junior. American Ninja Warrior Junior. Junior is coming out October 13th on Universal Kids. Kids age 9 to 14 will be taken on the course. You that sounds like out. child abuse. Wow. Order black here. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. You are, in fact, yeah. your dad's black, right? I am, yeah. yeah. What's up, dog? Nah, let's stop that. Okay, Andy Morgan Jr. Closer to the, the, the day. <laughs> we got a little day, purple angel carmonier. Purple angel purple carmonier. Purple sounds angel. like a weird name. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Is this my first time actually being in the third chair? Do we get to drink the wine of the day or do we no, just talk about it? He never has given me a bottle. What is this? That's you don't like wine. Even actually, when we did the big SMU show and he came out and he poured it in the glass, he leaned in and he whispered, "said You better not drink that." This is Welch's. It's <laughs> great juice. You're getting an invoice. Uh, we have on the show today Sargon of Akkad. Yeah. Oh, nice. Then we have Glenn Beck on the show. Whoa. And of course, oh, we're that. going to be talking about Kavanaugh. Everything that you need uh. to know about Kavanaugh. There's a ti- I, the timeline's been going back and forth. I feel like a lot of people have been yes. lost. They're they're getting lost in the shuffle. So mm-hmm. we're going to try and clarify that for you. First, though, the question of the day: The left, you know, they say right now to believe all women because of it's. Basically, a blatant virtue signal that mm-hmm. being sent out to mothers and daughters. But what about the message it sends to fathers and sons when the left declares them guilty until proven innocent? Genuinely, I, I wonder what yeah. ramifications do you see there? Comment below, and why is no one talking about that? I think it's again uh, unintended reasonable consequences. Yeah. I think I think it's a great statement to say believe all women. It's just making that leap to then convict all men. Yeah, it's that idea of we certainly want these accusers to feel heard, but then it's this due process idea of again, okay, we will hear you, we will believe yeah. that this is a credible thing, but it needs to be investigated before we draw any conclusions, before we end a career. Yeah. Do you, wait, do you hear that? That's the sound of your Tonight Show uh, appearance being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what happened here. I uh, just uh, voiced an opinion about my friends. Yeah, yeah you have to have a uh, Down syndrome. I mean, when Norm McDonald, when Norm McDonald has become <laughs> controversial, it's, after saying specifically, my show will not be topical, yeah. he sits, gets, gets drawn I just, in. There's no way around it because <laughs> it's 2018. Uh, but, but first, leading the news, before we get to Kavanaugh, uh, Batman is going to be showing off his bat tallywhacker in the new comic book. <laughs> wow. It comes from TMZ, the uncensored version of the member only shows up in print editions of DC's <laughs> new, uh, quote, adult black oh, label series. Yeah. Uh, this has been all over trending, but it should come as no surprise uh, given who's been announced to portray Batman. I should say the Dark Knight. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Is that yeah. Carlos Danger? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the worst but yes. best screen name ever. I actually, I couldn't believe, like, because I, I saw the image of Batman's Dong member, sponsor? which first of all he he's, first up, you, he's you circumcised. Don't to, you don't have which, to click which, to click the picture. Which, which, you can read the story without it. As a matter of fact, you have to approve. The I know. I, I have to admit that you're 18. Here's one of the things that bothers me <laughs> is when people don't actually do the research on these things and start talking about them. <laughs> okay. I wanted to see Batman's member okay. and see what was going on. First of all, he's clipped. Okay. So, uh, oh, okay. you know yeah. this, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne rank. could be a Jewish family. You know, could they're wealthy. Never know. Yeah. But, but I just thought, I, I, I thought, what is this idea of taking these characters who are so distinctly a part of childhood and, and trying to make this adult black label series? Like, That's well, so uh, we're going to make this so dark that we're going to put a penis in it. Like, and we're going to give him an origin story where his name was Bruce Nebowitz. <laughs> <laughs> also in the news, uh, by the way, an Arizona man faked Down syndrome just to hire caregivers. <laughs> 
It's ABC News. The first victim reported that she assisted him with diaper changes. Oh, my uh, gosh. Baths on 30 uh-huh. occasions. The second and third victim took over. All said that he would become sexually aroused as he was being bathed. Uh, suspicions arose, by the way, when police arrived at the scene and noticed the suspect was not retarded. <laughs> You just lost your Tonight Show appearance. <laughs> yes, Norm so McDonald said that. So it was just rape. It was just regular non-retarded rape. Oh, my gosh. Someone says, he didn't just say he was retarded. He claimed Down syndrome. Like, yeah. I've worked, with, I've worked with special needs people. You can see that. Yeah. That's kind right. of an eyeball thing. <laughs> right. Usually, by the way, they're jacked. You yeah. Go down to the guys, you're like, oh, my God, what, are you do? what kind of shrugs are you doing? And it's like, I don't know. And Constantly, they're really happy. Yeah, well, yeah. look, I, look I, I don't approve of this, but if you're going to go this far to get bathed, Okay, I can see something at the end of the rainbow there for you, but yeah. being somebody who sits around in a diaper that's dirty all day, why would well, you? Well, that's it. They said diaper changes. He was angrily pooping. Yes, that's, like, disturbing. that's, that's a fetish. That's that's the most disturbing part of this entire thing for me. You wanted to sit around in your own crap until somebody changed you. This that's was also bad. a movie with Johnny Knoxville. Remember that where he was the ringer? Yeah. Where he wanted oh, to win yeah, the yeah, Special yeah. Olympics was, and ended up falling in love? That's this is <laughs> this, That was also not a good film, and this is not a good story. So nope, let's move on to the international front. Uh, doesn't get any better. Chinese kindergarten. And welcomed kids back to school with a pole dancer. That is the way yeah, to go back you to know school. What? My uh, <laughs> uh, th- this is this is actually here's a video. This is how they greeted the students coming back to the school. Yeah. This, this is the assembly. <laughs> Look at the confusion on those kids. You're gonna be a dancer. <laughs> you need is the Is the pole for fire drill? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're expecting when that they're sending awesome. their kids to love you, Longtime Elementary. It seems uh, as though. <laughs> That should have been. Okay. I'll tell you what, that day I couldn't wait to get to finger painting. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) You are among the dads that set PTA attendance records. Is she the kindergarten teacher? I don't know. That was incredible. Please get in trouble. I'm going back to kindergarten. (laughs) Because there was training there. Either they hired a professional, that's not someone who just got up on the pole. Let me just, oh, look, kids, I dance on pole. No, this is someone who's like super flexible. Clearly, they've been doing the pole. Had the outfit. Yeah. Had the outfit. And they were ready to go. Look, they stored in the teacher's lounge? I don't know about that. Look, anytime we make fun of your culture, this is why. Okay. This is just one more reason why. Shut up. All cultures are equal. Which, uh, hold on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to say what made it creepier. That poll was actually Batman's member. So that's why that was for kindergarten. That was really much easier without heavy's hat. (laughs) Thank you, Nibowitz. All right. Speaking of cultures, we have to turn our eye now to Ion India. All cultures are equal. Shut up. Let's every, everybody, let's just agree on this. And uh, smuggler arrested at Delhi airport for hiding gold in his posterior. Thanks. From Hindustan <laughs> Times, which almost sounds like a fake newspaper, but it's real. On detailed baggage examination and personal search, it was discovered that the accused had hidden nine gold bars. I don't remember hiding nine Wait, gold nine bars. bars. <laughs> nine, nine bars <laughs> inside his rectum. Uh, in his defense... He claimed he had Down syndrome. So again, at this point, that's where we, yeah, they're not, they're not thrilled. I gotta, do you know how much a gold bar weighs? Do you I'm, know what kind of rectal strength this guy would have to have? And size and capacity? Yeah, like, I'm trying to think. Well, like here's a rectal is gold it? bar equivalent of a stork. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, I also just realized this is the origin story for Goldfinger. That was his proctologist. Oh, okay. That's how he got the nickname. Makes sense. He's like, wow. By the way, he's, a, he's, a, he's an actual, he's a, he's a board certified MD. 
Ooh, I, I am. Really? Oh, that's right. I never I found that. nine yeah. gold bars in a patient. <laughs> well, they would have been. What did you find in there? Hey. Uh, nothing. Uh, nothing at all. I well, nothing look, at all. I'm not super surprised with my fiance and some of the stories she's told us about what she's nurse. heard. Yeah, yeah found a nurse. Uh, should lead with that. Lead yeah. with the nurse. Lead. Yeah. 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 Fiance's <laughs> a nurse. There's a man who literally <laughs> comes in every single year yes. on his birthday with a new item in his rectum. I think the last one was a water hose. It was a garden hose. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was a garden hose. Like this is his event. That also sets records. Yeah, he just he's like blow out the candles and happy anniversary. All right, well, and, we and time for the astroglide. <laughs> All right, to see this story and outdo him with ten gold bars. Finally, statistics actually show that British police arrest nine people. Not we have a female. Uh, no, I don't remember arresting. Nine. I don't remember arresting <laughs> nine people a day. Nine people a day for. Posting offensive messages comes from reason in 2016, 3,300 people were detained and questioned for things they said online. In some parts of Britain, the arrest rate for offensive speech uh, has risen by nearly 900% in recent years. So it started off just as arrests for alleged Islamophobia, misgendering trannies, uh, but then with soccer, um, the police got out of hand. Oh, well, it seems to be another piss-poor performance for you at Manchester, as we call you Queerchester. <laughs> but I'm sure you already knew that. After all, with recent scope. <laughs> no! Over the door! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Europe. Nightsticks are handy. Uh, this, I need to call this you. This is why 250 plus years ago we gave... England, the middle finger. Yes, yes that's, this is exactly this is freedom why. of speech. But no, you, you honest to good. What what amazes me though is you're looking at these platforms like Twitter and how they talk about the censorship that goes on in China, and yet clearly, while it's not being censored, people are being prosecuted for it. And you would think that these platforms, ostensibly these last bastions of speech, would be would be against this, would be opposed yeah. to this idea that that people posting simple ideas that that yeah would be demonstrably acceptable most anywhere. It, would, it, it, yeah. is, it is remarkable. And, and, and what's crazy to me, too, is we protect speech that's libel. We protect speech that's <laughs> exactly. defamation yeah, now right. from the left, as long as it's a target well, yeah, that they exactly. don't like. But then actual yeah. speech, actual expression, whether it's comedy to the written word, to even, honestly, your, your own... Rep in the case of Kavanaugh, actually, it's a good example. We'll move yeah. on to that here. The defamation is what they protect. They're like, well, people yeah. are free. And she doesn't need to protect her innocence. So that, that actually brings us to, uh, you know what, the meat segment for today. Oh. For those of you who haven't kept it straight, let's go on to this. Everything you needed to know about Kavanaugh but were afraid to ask. Life whore edition. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, Allegedly that's what that's, that's, I, see, I see Matt going like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, so let, me, let me give you some, some, some macro context here for people who don't really remember the story. Yeah. Uh, remember the story. It's still ongoing. But by the time we hit Friday, by the time we hit Thursday, it's hard to remember what happened on Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, that's where we are. So still in the news. Everyone's talking about it, the uh, alleged attempted rape accusation from yeah. Dr. Christine Ford. By the way, no longer going to be calling her doctor. <laughs> yeah, Christine for Christine. It's such a like just Christy, Christy for you, Doctor Christy. All right, listen. By the way, hit the notification bell. Join Muckle if you haven't already. You get the show every single day. Ninety nine dollars annually. Sixty nine for students, veterans, active military. Or there will be no more Crowder confronts or change my mind. The choice is yours. Let me just say this. Of course, it's possible that the accusations here uh, could be accurate. Right. And we're not saying that all accusations of attempted rape are false. Okay. Right. Does everyone? Can everyone? All, we're on the same page. Yes. There, yeah. right? All the same. Okay. Right. Really By the way, do we all agree? Rape is bad. Yeah. Rape, rape, is, rape yeah. bad. bad. Rape bad. Hold on a second. Make okay. sure to say bad a little bit bad. so they can't take it out of context. Rape is bad. Rape bad. 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 Yep. Bad. Rape. Yep. 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 But if you look at the way the story pans out, I hope we prefaced it now. If you look at the timeline, you have to balance the scales of justice between. 
was an attempted rape some 30-odd-something years ago that someone doesn't know when it happened or where it happened and why he possibly stopped mid-rape, possibly drunk and passed out. Or is she a lying whore? We're going to present the evidence to you, and you decide. And yes, by the way, I know you're saying you just me, no one else in this room. I labeled her a lying whore without proof. Granted, she did the same, but with attempted rape. That's the purpose here. <laughs> Rapist. Whore. Let's see what happens. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it should be a fair fight. We'll see. Listen, I, I, hope, I hope people are understanding the point. What's so funny is if you listen to her attorney, did you guys follow this? Yeah. You, Ford's lawyer? She said, well, my client doesn't need to, she doesn't need to prove the innocence of her case. Here, here's what's been interesting to me with this is, look, the statute of limitations clearly has passed. Yes. So well, there's yeah. not going to be a crime. So obviously this is just to judge, is this guy, does he deserve to have a position on the Supreme Court or not? And what I thought was really fascinating was a group of women who knew him at the school wrote a letter uh, attesting to his yes, character. like 60 and then, and, then, and then a contrarian group wrote a letter saying, we experienced things that make us feel this is believable. And you realize neither of those things have any no. bearing on this. Yeah, it's just people saying feelings or things. There are no facts involved here, and there are unfortunately no facts to prove this one way or another. I don't even yeah. know. If this were if this were actually in front of a court, what it would look like. I said, oh, okay. A dismissal like is what it would look like. Here. He didn't hold the door for Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's just, it literally, the lawyer came out and yeah. said, oh, my client doesn't need to prove the innocence of her claim. No, no, you accused him of yes. rape. Do you know anything about the justice system? It's not, I accuse you of rape. My claim is true until you prove it false. Just watch Injustice for All with Al Pacino <laughs> once. <laughs> so let's look at, at this and whether this could be a, a, a PR stunt or not. Here are the fundamental problems with uh, the allegations against Kavanaugh. So let me, I, I have some sources here because they're important and I want to make sure I yeah. get this right. Christine Ford, not doctor. I will not say doctor. And I won't say doctor for you either, Matt Eisman. Wow. I you, agree. You watch Indeed. while people fall into pools Indeed. of four foot deep water. <laughs> You're not saving humanity anytime soon. You sound like and my dad now. Apparently now they're nine-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, dunk the nine-year-old. Dunk the four-year-old in there. Let's yeah. see if he can swim after being discombobulated by yeah. giant foam pads. What the hell is it? <laughs> wasn't entertaining enough as it was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hope you have one hell of a liability waiver, Matt. Um, so Ford hasn't remotely kept the details of her own story straight, and the only person who can truly vouch for her is Diane Feinstein. Now I can't say everything's truthful. I don't know, right. but I do know that um, they had to contact her lawyers. You had one job. <laughs> Just say she's not a lying whore, and you couldn't do that. So let me recap this for you. Ford accused Kavanaugh of attempted rape in a letter to Diane Feinstein that Feinstein didn't mention until after the hearings. Feinstein said Tuesday she can't vouch for everything, whether it's true or not. Ford doesn't remember exactly when it happened or where it happened. Her story contradicts the therapist. The attorney's story contradicts Ford's. An attorney that originally said Ford would testify is now, I think, saying that she's not going to testify, was put in retainer on August, at which point she took a lie detector test for an accusation she claims she was never going to make publicly at all. Should be noted investigators uh, are saying that there is still the noted possibility of Ford being a dirty lying whore. This is the, this is the investigators. <laughs> I mean, again, again, Allegedly. just if you're going to say <laughs> rapist, 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 liar. And the whore is, I'll, I'll give you, it's just to throw a little spin. It's a curveball. Yeah, exactly. There's no other purpose It's there. spirited. <laughs> So here's what I will I, I will add something here because I want to keep my job and I can't tell you how. Nice. Here's what's 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 really what's really hard and and and, and again I, I it feels awful having to issue these caveats. Look again, I'm a white man. I'm a bigger guy. This is something I probably haven't experienced. You're so, a bigger guy. What is that? Good? Bigger guy in the sense of you and Batman. That, that, Got it. You know, again, I probably haven't <laughs> been put in a situation where you're pressured. 
to have like sex. some women, right? It happens, though, right? But my, my 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 point being, I I do never want to diminish this, and I think the Me Too movement has brought down a lot of people who deserve to be brought down. Sure. Here's here's the 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 part that 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 I thought it would have been where I could see this having some merit. Yeah. If she brought this story out. And 100 other women came out and said, you know what? I had a similar experience. All of a sudden, there's credibility, smoke, there's fire. Right. But when it's just been her, and we haven't seen this outpouring of people saying, Brett Kavanaugh has been this, this cad, this, this yeah. handsy guy his whole career, yeah. then I think it becomes much well, harder to say, with the absence of any proof, how do you... It is not the job of her office. to provide any proof. She is innocent <laughs> until proven you, not proof. proof. Not with proof. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? I thought you were supposed to be a doctor. Well, look, I think what they've done is they've hijacked the Pound Me Too movement. Okay. <laughs> they really have. Feinstein basically said, look, how can we delay this hearing? Okay, here we go. We're going to run on the hashtag Me Too. Right. And we're going we're gonna to make an accusation that we don't have to prove. By the way, I don't know if anybody is aware of how our, our legal system works. You're innocent until proven guilty. Well, like, here's something else, too. To, by the way, what, something that doesn't make sense to me is the stop mid-rape. I've, I've talked about this yesterday. You either rape or the woman has a gun. A rapist is sick, twisted. He, he gets yeah. off on rape. That's why he's doing it. He's a rapist. right? This We're supposed to believe he reaches the big show and just passes out? Yeah. I mean, or his friend jumped any, on top uh, of him, uh, sort of. So I don't know. Again, it'd be like someone who's into S and M, and he's got yeah. the electrodes clamped to his balls. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sleeping. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> no, no. This is the the guy's a rapist. This he's is sick. what you waited for. This <laughs> is what he's been waiting for. It doesn't make any sense to me. None of it adds up. And here's, by the way, to go to Matt's point, how you differentiate between like Weinstein and Cosby uh, from Kavanaugh. With Weinstein and Cosby, we had verifiable claims proven yeah. in a court of law, at least with Cosby, even admissions of guilt. And I know confessions can be coerced. Okay, fine, but right. bear with me here for, for for time. Places, times, witnesses, quaaludes. In instances like Kavanaugh, <laughs> we have claims that can't be verified. What's a quaalude? Try it out. Jello. A claim so vague, by the way, it's impossible to verify at all. And of course, what do we see? The accuser playing the victim complex. Yeah. This is what's important. When someone comes forward with an accusation, no proof, as a matter of fact, something that could not possibly be proven and plays a serious victim card, that right away my antenna go up. Yeah. And you want to believe people, but again, we do have to think of the reputations of people whose lives are absolutely destroyed. Raping somebody, terrible crime. Accusing somebody of raping somebody, also a horrible crime. Yes. Right. When did it happen? This is a good question. To, like, Let's just start with that. Yeah. Okay, when? Right. Who, what, when, where, why? When? In original letter four, she said it, the, the, the party happened in the so, somewhere in the 1980s. What yeah. does that What does that mean? That covers everything from the Empire Strikes Back to Weekend at Bernie's. That's a big. That's a very <laughs> that's wide a, spectrum. That's a very big spectrum. Like when? <laughs> when? If we okay, if you were to look at the marquee at the cinema, what, and then she said, "Oh, it was 1982." Pick a number. It's just. It's just. Yeah. It's, like, it's like pick a number, any number. Any number to screw you. you. It's like, it's like she's had the, the shell cards. They just keep moving, you know, that, that shell game. Or you're like, ah, I'm going to pick number three. Rapist! Or like, it's a talking shell. So in the original Ford letter, she says it happened in a, in a suburban Montgomery home. Then later says maybe it was also near a country club. But then she's not sure. Also, she has no idea how she got home. Maybe, maybe she was a little drunk. Convenient. She's the thing. We usually, fact, we usually fact check these claims on the show. There's no way in this case. There, we, we, again, because lying horror edition. Now, moving on. If, if the who, what, Allegedly. when, where, why breakdown is really important, we're still missing the who, where, when. Still. So at least two of the other four people who were supposedly there at this event deny it happened. Here's problem number three. The goal. What's the end game here? If the goal is the truth, like we were talking yeah. about with Michael yeah. Vorce, the Catholic Church, if the yeah. goal is to actually fix the church, if the goal here is the truth, having hearings aiming for transparency... That would be seeking the truth. That's what Ford's lawyers claim is the goal, the truth, not politics. 
I think intention matters. I think if we are trying to really engage in an inquiry to get at the truth, uh, a highly politicized environment such as the one we're in is not designed to do that. As a matter of fact, they claim that they would do anything possible to make sure that the truth comes to light. Would your client be willing to testify under oath in front of the full Senate Please Judiciary tell us, Committee? tell skinny Ron Perlman. My client will do whatever is necessary to make sure that the Senate Judiciary Committee has the full uh, story and the full uh, uh, set of allegations to allow them to make a, a, a fully informed decision. Okay, good. So that's how you like yeah. the one. That, so, so the Republicans, the Republicans said, okay, sure, yeah, let's have a hearing. Are you are you free Monday at Monday? Any, you Anytime. know, what, all, just uh, <laughs> close all day hearing. Monday. We will clear yeah. all of the Mun Day. <laughs> Does any of that work for you? Ford's refusing to attend, refusing to yeah. prove any, provide any proof of the claims, and again, insisting the FBI should investigate. Uh, Democrats seem to think the FBI is like their oppo research arm. <laughs> now, and I, I wonder where they could get that idea. Like, oh I don't, I, I, I just, but the, the FBI, they've already, they've already said no. The FBI's like, no. Like, well, we won't, we won't do a hearing until no. we get the FBI. And the FBI's like, that's not. That's not what we're supposed do, to do. Do you know what we do? Like, do you, do you know, like, like Matt Eisman also isn't like probably he's probably not your proctologist. I'm Mr. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back in well, time and find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with with the investigation, which, when she says that she wants an investigation with the FBI, one, we already talked about the statute of limitations. Two, she hasn't brought forth any proof. You've been robbed. Okay, right. Tell me how how have you been robbed? What was taken from you? When all these inf all these things yeah. that you've gone over too, but was he not a public figure before this that, that could have done irreparable harm according to them to the public? Right. Was he not a judge already before this, and you allowed that to happen? You didn't say anything. And and by the way, what is it that is makes you wait until the last possible second. I remember like, when it was what a story. Remember, I think it was Larry Craig soliciting men in public stalls. <laughs> and remember his, remember his yeah. excuse was, yeah. "When I sit, I take a wide stance." Like you were, <laughs> tap, you were tap you dancing go halfway across the, the urinals. Thing. Yeah, buddy. exactly. Come on. But uh, you remember that was a thing back yeah. then. I, I, exactly. I can't remember what Larry Craig. I think he was a senator, if I'm not mistaken. So this is I, a guy, um, again, who's yeah. a very powerful judge. What, he has to get to the Supreme Court before, yeah. like, I before, think I might have been raped by well, that Before guy. it pops up on the radar, really? Do you also, I also wonder, though, where it, it sounds like she reached out to Feinstein, and maybe Ford thought, this, this is just something I'll tell her, and she will use this, not knowing all of a sudden her name's going to be leaked out there, and she's going to oh, get you dragged know, into No, it. but you know that's going to happen, right? And if they were really- I mean, like, if you go to Feinstein- it's kind of like, I'm, you know what? I want to keep this on the down low. <laughs> That's not Glory the Glory <laughs> all red, ring, ring. Yes. What about the Clinton accusers? Are they are they that interested in them? Or what about Keith? No, Ellison's they're all dead. Keith Ellison's accuser. But as well. I, you know the FBI. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the FBI. Is, they were like, no, this isn't what this is. This isn't what this isn't what we do. Not okay, hold on a second. You're saying there there was rape? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me take these notes. All right. You're saying attempted rape? Okay. So there was no rape. Right. Where? You don't know where. Okay. When? You, you don't know when. Any witnesses? Any no. Any mm -hmm. So there still is a pot possibility, potentially, that you're a lying whore. And, but we're the FBI, not the FBLW. I'm not, this is the FBI <laughs> saying it, not me. Consistently, here's the thing. If you look at Democrats' handling of this case, the left always wants to operate in the dark. Quite literally. That's why they turned off the light during the latest crowd yeah. confronts. Yeah. We walk yeah. in, shut off the lights! Hurry! I was raised in the dark. <laughs> oh, so I'm semi-optimistic and gay. Barack Obama withholding uh, more information ever yeah. under F uh, under the Freedom of Information Act request. So spending thirty spending I think thirty six million dollars. Yeah, thirty six million dollars to do so to prosecute whistleblowers, oh journalists God. more than any president before him. I think more than all presidents yeah. combined. Antifa covering up cameras. They want no accountability. Yeah. Liberals screaming about takedown notices on YouTube. Privacy complaints. Even single party consent states. The, the, the accusations of rape. 
right? They, they, yeah. they, they won't be there for a hearing because we don't want to be in the public eye. We don't want to be examined. What Generally, the good guy is not the one evading investigation at all costs. Generally, the good guy wants the truth to come out with as much transparency as possible. Generally, it's the good guy, right? He says, no, nothing up my sleeve, officer, right? Would you like to, would you, would you like to pat me down? I'm lo not looking to do you any harm. Generally, the guy who has nothing to hide, would not saying you have to submit yourself to pat downs to every TSA agent. That's not the point. <laughs> but the point, the woman who's like, screw you, fuzz, these nail pants are just the new style. That's the person <laughs> who is most likely to cause damage. They, they, the person allowing you to pat them down, the person saying, please, search my house. Yeah. That's not Nothing the one who's in the wrong. This is clearly an attempt to delay the vote. They want zero transparency. They want less info, not more. This is the MO of the left. And this is, this is why it's so important. I, I think this is why this is happening. Don't let me say it. Let Samantha B say it. to bring up assault allegations against a rich white dude. I don't know. How about when he didn't do it? <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> when there's no evidence. It's that's like all the times except for the very small amount of the times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, and I, I look at this and, and you, you think of the people, you know, you saw Hardwick or Aziz or some of these guys or, you know, Kavanaugh, if this ends his bid and you start to say, you know, be careful where you see. But but if, if this becomes the tactic of just simply an accusation is enough yeah. to end a career where there's there's uh, again and, and I, I, I feel the need to issue the caveat. Of course, victims, no. we want no. them to be believed. No. We've, no we more say, caveat. Rape is bad. Don't worry, we already edited out rape earlier when you bad. said you were a fan of rape. <laughs> But you just gotta Edited. say. You All gotta we have say, is you saying rape and good together. Do, do we really want to be in a society <laughs> Cut it together quick, where one accusation is no, is of enough, course not, un, un, unsubstantiated or right. at least uh, unprovable? It seems this should this should sail through. It absolutely, with what we know, it should sail. I through. think I think it's completely and fabricated. It now, unless yeah. there's some bomb that drops. But I doubt it. I really do think, this is my opinion, I think it's completely fabricated. Yeah. And I hope you understand the point that I'm making. If someone accused him of being a rapist, you know, lying whore is, is, is really, that, that's just a nickname at that yeah. point. I mean, come on. That was my nickname at the Boy Scout summer camp. <laughs> the point is, yeah, like you said, they, they, the left, they want to be able to make the accusation zero proof. They want to be taken automatically, seriously, at their word, given credibility without any transparency. They're not interested in the truth at all. And here's why. They're in a, you know why? Because they're in a panic. Yeah. So right now we're what we're two years in. Trump's already nominated two Supreme Court justices. No. We've got Ruth Bader Ginsburg in hover round commercials, the Grand Canyon, with her eyes fallen and can't get up bracelet. And that's why the left, by the way, their Netflix documentaries yeah. are like she's the cool rapping grandma. No, no, she can't even remember her own name. Do your due diligence. Go look up the sources we've provided in this program. Be there's no substance to this whatsoever. That's all you can do is do your best to research it. In this case, there's very little to go on. And that's the idea. That's by design. Hashtag not all women are liars, but this one right here, this one just might be. So I'm just going to say liar, liar. And you know what? If nothing else, I can say lying or, and at least I know I'll have a job as a professor uh, somewhere in Texas. <laughs> Up next, we are going to have Sargon of a Cad, Ooh, then yeah. Glenn Beck. Yeah. Ooh. I remember back when Mug Crow could upload videos and not be demonetized. But I'll admit, I'm kind of phoning this in. When it's time to get away, to leave the hustle and bustle of everyday life, to abandon your worries at the door, 
There's a place that beckons off golden coasts of Sao Paulo with open arms in Snake Island. Sandy beaches and miles of coastline with not another human in sight. Snake Island, an actual place, averaging at least one deadly snake per square meter, crawling with Mother Earth's most evil creatures. Venomous snakes, flying snakes, snakes that hunt in packs. It is literally filled to the brim with deadly snakes. It's a place that leaves you grateful for all the modern day basic bitch white guy problems you have at home, should you ever make it back alive. So pack your depends and book your travel today and prepare to ask yourself, why the hell don't we just nuke Snake Island? Your trip begins the gates of hell. That's one of those. What do they call? What are those things called? Uh, that you know, the duck that keeps going back to the water, yeah, yeah. or the steel balls that I always. I have no idea. I've always seen them. Steel. They could be mercury. They could be iron. Maybe our next guest knows. You can follow him on the YouTube. Sargon of a cat is a channel. Just search yeah. Sargon of a cat, and he's basically appropriated that historical figure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sargon, how are you, sir? I'm very well, and uh, I did. I never meant to appropriate it, but I guess it's kind of mine now. If you Google my name, if you Google his name, my picture comes up on the official, and, and I'm an ancient Mesopotamian ruler. <laughs> I, I wonder how he I, feels about it. I'm, I'm sure he's not I, thrilled. I'm sure when we get to the afterlife, I'll have a few apologies to hold on. <laughs> yes, yes, because you'll both be in hell. Uh, let me ask you, this. what is what is the um, what is, what are those? Do you know the name of what I'm talking about? Those 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 like desk contraptions that they use they use inertia momentum. They're always like you know you, like a, the balls and the duck in the water. What's just, the term? I don't know. They're just office toys, aren't they? Just yeah, exactly. Uh, no, they're science experiments. You should appreciate this, Sargon, a man of science. I should. And, I'm, I should. I'm and, not a scientist. And great, great ruling. Um, so, okay, this is something I wanted to talk with you about. I'm really glad we were able to get you on the show, and I think we'll have Paul Joseph Watson to talk about this because obviously you guys were fingered, as it were, uh, by Rebecca Lewis, the Data and Society <laughs> Report. <laughs> um, the Data and Society Report. This has come out. There's a full report published by this lady, Rebecca Lewis. We're pretty good, by the way, with research and in finding people yeah. this this Rebecca Lewis just scrubbed everything uh, often as, as far as a lot of her previous content where she is in social media and it talks basically about alternative influence on YouTube specifically and uh, we'll, we'll bring this up here the most interesting thing to me is there's this almost serial killer yarn <laughs> exactly. sort of connecting uh, uh, I guess you would call it diagram and obviously you're featured in it um, oh. and it seems like the goal here is to get rid of these alternative influencers have, have you been following oh, this and how concerning is it oh. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very concerning. So, um, what what I would describe this as is six degrees of Richard Spencer. So you can you can plot a course across this graph, and that's the entire point of this report. Right. You can plot a course from someone like Candace Owens through to Dave Rubin, through to some black guy, through to Andy Worski, through to Jared Taylor, through to Richard Spencer. So effectively, Candace Owens by this report is running the alternative right. Yes. So I she knew it. The leader of white supremacists. Good job, Candace. I never thought you'd had any. But, uh, but, no, but this is, this is exactly what this is about. It's the the point is the phenomenal influence that the alternative media on YouTube are having. I mean, you know, like my my channel gets my my channel's uh, 
in total. Get something around like 12 million views a month. Yours must get loads. And all of the people on here, they've all got very large channels. And if you added all of this up, you're talking probably hundreds of millions of views a month. Right. And they've finally realized that yeah. there is actually an alternative, and they call it a, a legitimate news ecosphere, a fully functional one, in fact, are the words that she uses. Right. And she's right. just identifying it. Well, what I find interesting is, is, is she spends an, in, just a disproportionate amount of focus on much smaller channels. I mean, I'm glad, don't get me wrong, like they, they list all of these different channels, like white nationalists, and with, with me, they're just like, Steven Crowder, conservative Christian entertainer, and kind of a dick? Like, they don't really say much, <laughs> even though we're by far the biggest channel, which to me is interesting because they're focusing on so many small channels and drawing 50 connections, usually the smaller channel they're focusing on would be one that might be more radical, it seems. Yeah, well, I mean, the what what they're focusing on is connectivity, because mm. they the, the Rebecca Lewis she was, she has obviously not watched all of these channels. I mean, she makes many factual errors in this report. Yes, and that's the main problem with the report because you know that this report is going to be uncritically used as a reference by various far left outlets as they're putting political pressure on YouTube, as the Wall Street Journal did with PewDiePie, and as they have done with various other content creators, and over and over, and it, it gets it, it goes. You know, right to the top. I mean, YouTube, Google, uh, they've been called in front of the European Parliament. They've been called in front of your Senate. Uh, you know, your Senate hearings. This is this is this is big. This is not something to overlook. And this will be used uncritically as a propaganda tool by the left wing media to attack. And I, not not even just right wing media. I mean, there are plenty of people on here, like people like Destiny, people like myself, either, either left wing or centrist. Well, that's why I find so funny is they think that you're more of an alt writer than than myself, and neither one of us are alt right. I'm certainly more conservative than you. I don't I don't know how they're measuring this. They're not. That's the thing. They're, they're measuring it. Like I said, is it's literally just guilt by association. It's it's not about what the people actually believe. It's about who you can smear. It's about who you can connect to who. For example, like I debated Richard Spencer, you know, and everyone said, oh, yeah, it's not my finest hour, fine. But there was no doubt that I was directly opposing Richard Spencer's view. I mean, that's what a debate is. Right. But when this was reported by Mother Jones, they, they, the way they reported it is if me and Richard Spencer went off arm in arm as buddies after it, right. and nothing could have been further from the truth. I mean, that, that debate's got like half a million views. You can go and watch it. Right. We're, we're obviously at each other's throats. You know, this is Like this you is two not were at an old Western table playing cards. You were in cahoots, and one was the fall. Like, oh, wait, he's got an ace up his sleeve. I'm terrible. Let me leave my friend Carl, see? <laughs> he hates yeah, the dude. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I'm not kidding. Mother Jones literally said that we both agreed that the white race was superior. And I, I'm just like, that was, I mean, that, it, it wasn't even about racial superiority, the debate. The debate was about the politics of effectively liberalism versus collectivism. Right. And so the idea that she thinks, I mean, none of this is correct. So I can only assume this is being done as an ideological propaganda piece. Well, and we know we know that that's been going on for a long time. H how do you think this is any different from, uh, you know, for example, using the Southern Poverty Law Center as one of their fact checkers? Do you think this will, will lead to any more severe ramifications? Again, this is a really, really lengthy report. Uh, people can go check it out at datasociety.net. I recommend you download the report and know what they're saying. But do you think that this is something that's uh, more important or, or could be more impactful than some of the crappy decisions I've already made yeah it, it absolutely could be because the this this is coming with what they perceive to be legitimate academic backing mm. i mean any anyone who's even glanced at it will understand that the the data used is just nonsensical none of this is actually re it, it, it's just guilt by association so anyone anyone who touches this will understand this is not real but what will happen is it'll just be various article after article that just cite it without referencing it but this will put 
collective pressure on people like Susan Wojcicki to deplatform us. And that is exactly the point. Wait, I is mean, it Wojcicki or is it Wojcicki? I've been saying uh, it wrong this whole I, time. Who knows? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying it wrong. I doubt it. Oh, okay. I, think, I don't know. I assume because you're the English, you're the English one here that you would know. Okay, I was giving you the well, benefit of the doubt. I, I honestly don't. But the, the, the Milwaukee's gotten to you, sir. You spent one day there and you're speaking like a hoodlum. Shame. Speaking like a German. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beer is fantastic, though, I have it to is, say. It is, it so, is. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be used deliberately to put pressure on YouTube, and it's going to be uncritically examined by the far-left people who will be reading it, because Silicon Valley, where YouTube and Google and all the other tech giants are, it's, it's incredibly far-left. It's, it's, right. it's, a, it's a monoculture. Right. And I think, I think, I think we, we know all of this, right? We know that it's a monoculture. We know how far left it is. We saw that with James DeMore. My concern here is, okay, is there going to be some form of escalation? Because once you have, you know, you have Snopes and you have PolitiFact and you have Southern Poverty yep. Law all, Center all, on All there. of them will use this. All of them will use this. And they will use this as if this is all factually correct. Right. And the, 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 the main problem, I mean, she even addresses this in the report. She says, well, you know, they, they, the, what I'm going to term just the right wing that yeah. she's got here. It's not, but she, she she states that the right wing YouTubers are trying to position themselves as the underdogs, as if the establishment is coming after them, as if they're going to be deplatformed and yet they can still upload videos. And it's like, well, yes, there hasn't been mass censorship yet, but it is a creeping effect. The, the slow demonetization, the shadow banning. And then, I mean, have you seen an Alex Jones video recently? I mean, it's not like I'm a well, fan of Alex Jones, but you got tanked in a day. Well, not, not only that, but it's like, oh, they claim themselves as the underdog. As I write this report with no real <laughs> yeah. academic substantiation, here you go, Susan and Jack. Yeah, you're about to say something, Quarter Black. Well, the thing is, is that all of the people that they list in this article, they always paint with, they're the conspiracy theorists. They're the ones that are making stuff up. You literally have a map of red lines connecting <laughs> all of these people together. Like, what? It's, it's like, it, it looks like the Zodiac's basement. Like, look, yeah. Stefan Molyneux, and then Carl, and then Stevens here. So we don't know what he does, but we don't like him. It's really outlandish. And, and you'll, you'll notice that the language used in it as well is accusatory for things that they themselves do. They'll say, well, right. they're using influencer tactics. They're, 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 they're close with their audiences. They're accountable to their audiences. They, you know, they, they exchange information in the comments. The audience has a, a direct built-in metric system where they can show disapproval. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine being YouTube has a comment section. Exactly. How awful this is. How dare they upvote and downvote to let us know how they feel about the content we're giving them? And but the thing is, what they what they understand is that what this does is it creates loyalty, and and they think that what we're creating is brand loyalty as if we're corporations selling a product when really what we are is just discussing ideas and talking from a political political uh, a particular political point of view which is completely normal and it's what they do all the time and she says well, literally, she uses the word okay objective. go ahead go, go she used the word objective in the report yeah. as if you can look at silicon valley and expect any kind of objectivity yeah. as if you can look at like the far left publications and they dominate the media as if there's any kind of objectivity there and it's and but the way they write it is as if they have the monopoly on these things yeah. and we are just a bunch of conspiracy theorists who have got our big red line graph on the wall behind us. yes <laughs> exactly oh this one with the line this wood panel all opens up and it's just a bunch of red lines connecting America's crappiest cities. It's got Detroit and then Milwaukee somewhere like after Stockton. Uh, but I will say... I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, 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 I will say... It's funny that you say people of a politi specific political uh, uh, world 
worldview or point of view that you just mentioned. It's not even that, because you know what? Your political worldview matches up very little with mine. The only thing on which we match up, really, is that there are people like this, Rebecca Smith, looking to silence us. That's the commonality. You want to find the one thread connecting the dots that you could say is legitimate Wait. is people saying, ah, people like Rebecca Lewis and Susan Wojcicki, whatever you pronounce, they want to silence us. That's the one connection. She makes that point. She absolutely observes that. She she defines the fact that our opposition to them, it's not we we are not an ideological monoculture. I mean, I come on here and I disagree with you on certain points, but we can have a conversation without screaming names at each other. Right. And the same. I mean, I've interviewed a lot of these alt right people and had debates against them. The, the people who subscribe to these channels are receiving a greater diversity of viewpoints than the person and the people who are going to read this in Silicon Valley and various other places. Sure. We are actually the the place of intellectual diversity, and they know it. Yeah. And that's yeah. and she actually identifies, broadly speaking, and she uses the terms SJW versus anti-SJW. I mean, it's actually like sunk itself into the lexicon now, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's, that, that is and actually it. She recognizes this is just an opposition to progressivism. Well, and that's a problem, right? It's because they want to live in the dark. Just like when we did the Crowder Confronts, what do they do? They shut off the lights. They cover up the cameras. In this case, we're trying to find Rebecca Smith to invite her on the show to discuss this report. They never do. This is a program where you've had Naomi Wolf all the way to Glenn Beck to Sargon of Akkad to Alex Jones to Ben Shapiro, take your pick. We will have anyone on who is willing to have an actual discussion that is somewhat, it just doesn't even have to be that productive, at least somewhat productive. They want to operate in the dark. It's the only place they can live. They're like uh, stalactites. All right, that is Sargon of Akkad at the YouTube no, no, no. Oh, I thought you were saying correct. Oh, no, 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 that's absolutely right. I, I, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is that the whole point about this is censorship. That's yes. the point. She's identifying the people to censor. That's the, that's the fundamental point. I thought this. you were doing this, like correcting me, like, oh, he's been banned no, 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 already just during this interview. <laughs> uh, okay, Sargon of Akkad on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Stay safe in Milwaukee. My pleasure. Thank you. There it is again, so strong. <laughs> Tell them, about the mug, tell them where they can find Mug Club, Matt. You're a member. Oh, go to Louder with Crowder. If you only pay $99 or $69 if you're a student or active military, what other classification? Veteran. Veteran. Even if they're inactive. 69 bucks a year, you get CRTV. Not only do you get Louder with Crowder, you can get great shows like Mark Levin, and you can get Gavin McGingus, as, as Michael <laughs> Mallett likes to call him. All the great shows on CRTV. I Mug what, Club makes it happen. I am actually very concerned. He knew all the price points and the plugs. I yeah. he just said, you want to do yeah. the live reading? He just did it. He will be escorted by armed security very shortly. <laughs> Ladderthcredit.com slash Mug Club. Cheers. I think in the song saying I close my eyes and there you are. Yeah. I don't but I uh, either the I think the person's on hallucinogenics. I think what the I think mushrooms. that's what the song is supposed to be. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know if they're sure. mushrooms. You and your you and your drug paraphernalia. Get out of here. This is a family show. Really glad to have sure. our next guest on. Uh, I've performed with him live. I've been on his show multiple times. He's actually been on this show quite a few times. Uh, you can follow him as long as they still allow him on the Twitter at Glenn Beck. And his new book is Addicted to Outrage. Mr. Beck, thank you for being here, sir. 
How you doing, Stephen? I am doing well. Now you mentioned right before. I'm uh, I'm a little upset that uh, you're doing this interview wearing pants. I, you, I, know, I, you, you know. Well, here, you know what? Okay, let's. You you and I know how rumors can get spread, Mister Beck. Those were Ranger yeah. panties, also known as softies. Okay, so apparently, just no one else aside from me respects the men and women of our armed services because that's what they wear in PT. Well, I think that's fine. I, again, that had nothing to do with my statement. I was disappointed that you're, oh, okay. you're doing this interview while wearing pants. Oh, okay. That's so just, just separate statement. Separate statement. Just, just. I'm, just I'm not wearing statement. pants. Based, if that helps. So, yeah. Not really a statement. You're just hitting on <laughs> no, me at know. this point. That's okay. Uh, I'll, let's take the interview this hey, direction. Who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? <laughs> no one can judge anything anymore at all. That's even right. uh, allegations against uh, somebody being a an alleged an alleged rapist 35 years ago. Don't know the. Time Time and place, no proof. And by the way, it's not my job to. It's not my job, you know, Glenn, to uh, to prove my innocence in accusing you of being no. a rapist. No, it is not. It is not. I mean, it used to be. This is old timey, you know, that you're yeah. innocent until proven guilty, and you had to prove the person's guilt. They were, you know, they, that that's the way it worked. But I don't like that standard. No, no. I neither. like. I, I, you know, and and Stephen. I mean, let's. Let's be honest. Uh, I think you should fess up to what you did in kindergarten. Yeah, you know. Uh, revolving pants. Yeah, I, well, it always goes back. I thought you were going to say, you know, you could just say what you did to a kindergartner, because you could throw that out right now, and i just say, hey, no, I didn't. You'd be like, it's not my job to say that you didn't do something with a kindergartner, you, you disgusting, <laughs> horrible human being. And I'd be like, oh, crap, we're playing by those rules now. Cuff me, boys. <laughs> that was it. Did you see the attorney's no, statements? No, you, you wouldn't go to jail. You would just have your life destroyed. Yes, That's exactly. It. exactly. You, don't actually, yeah. you don't go to jail. You don't have trial. You just... You just have your life destroyed. Okay, so this actually comes back to you know the point with with your book. I don't have it in front of me. I know I'm getting a copy soon, and you'll be back in the studio. Uh, there you go. Addicted to outrage. Yeah. <laughs> available wherever books are sold. Y you've managed to avoid this quite a bit, though, on the personal sort of moral attacks. You know that in, with the hashtag Me Too movement, it, it, you really haven't had anything like that, and that's that's pretty remarkable considering the span of your career. I mean, people hate you. Look Some people me. hate you. Don't get Look you. Look at me. Nobody's going to believe any woman. No one would believe anything. They'd be like, oh, whew, I don't believe it. Look at him. Listen, Glenn, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm going to give you a compliment and then immediately uh, contradict myself. You know, listen, in the realm of like actors, okay, listen, you're not, you know, you're no young Alec Baldwin. In the realm of conservative hosts, you are as attractive. You're very attractive, right? So, the same. and okay, certainly compared right. to Harvey Weinstein, you're doing, you're doing, <laughs> okay. you're doing well. You know, you're right on that. Thank you. That yeah. means the world. I'm going to cherish those words, Stephen. But how do, you, you. how do you think you've avoided it? Because people have gone after you for your ideas or they've gone after you for your, you know, the, the way you presented your ideas, but you really haven't had the same kind of personal attacks on your character as far as the sexual stuff. Of course you know, I have. Really? Well, the sexual stuff, no, the sexual stuff, no. Yeah. And I just, you know, I mean, I, I you know, my, my, my wife would love to, because she would not be the obedient little wife that said, no, no, my husband, she'd like, get out of here. Yeah. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the way you avoid it is um, one thing that I I do and I've done since I was uh, at Fox is uh, I'm not alone in a meeting or a room with a woman or a man really for that matter yeah really ever 
I mean, my my office, you've seen it. It's the exact opposite of uh, Matt Lauer. Right. It's completely glass. The walls are glass. But it's exactly the same as Anthony Weiner's, but for entirely (laughs) different reasons. (laughs) Um, No, but that's a good good point. So you and Mike Pence, we've been told, are secret. You're closeted rapists, right? Remember with Mike Pence, like, well, you don't trust yourself alone with a woman? It's it's like, come on, take your pick, people. No, it's you know what? It's not. For me, it's not anything other than I know how this works. Right. Uh, You know, when you're under attack for political purposes and you've had people investigate you and, you know, even your own employer do like a a hatchet job looking, going through your garbage, you know, you, you, you start to take precautions that anybody can claim anything. And so we just... I've always just taken the precaution of I'm not going to be alone with anyone because then it's my word against their word. And then it comes down to which one's more popular with the media. And I know it's not me. Well, well, that's certainly not me either, especially with a new data analytics report we were just talking about. Uh, So but your book, Addicted to Outrage. Let me let me get into this. Why? Why write this book? What is so important? You think about this book uh, right now? And I guess sort of summarize it for people who who aren't familiar with it. yet. You know, I think because, Stephen, you're a good example of this. I love I love when you go out and say, just change my mind. And you have a rational conversation with somebody. You don't, ha- you don't hate them. You're not throwing, you know, names back and forth at each other. Change my mind. I'm willing to have my mind changed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's nobody's doing that. And we're starting to get so outraged over things like, you know, the freaking Muppets. Yeah. They're gay. They're felt <laughs> puppets, man. Yeah. Their eyes are glued on. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Or they and like having really... glue shoved in their eyes. That's the right. problem now. We don't know what, what they're into. Be. We don't know what that Frank Oz was doing. Get the hot um, poker, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> so they're uh, you know. So we don't really actually. We're not talking to each other, and it's just hardening our positions. And we have to. And I, I think the good news is uh, that there is probably, I think there's 60, maybe 70 percent of the, the country that doesn't want to play this game anymore. They're tired of it. You know, they're tired of the games and just, you know, like you, just change my mind. Well, I, th- I think there are a lot. Who, who would you say is, is, is most to blame for the, the outrage addiction here in the country? Uh, we can obviously go left, right. We can go academia. Entertain- is it media? You know, there are a lot of sort of I, I would different think, ways to divide uh, it. It's, um, I think it's academia because it started really in academia. Um, okay. You know, it's the I, I focus in the book on the postmodernists, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, if you know anything about the postmodernists, it's been around for a while, but it really became weaponized um, in the early 1970s, late 1960s in Paris, when they came over and started introducing it into American academia. I mean, they're on the tarmac and they're talking about you realize we're about to uh, uh, unleash a plague on this society. Right. Uh, and and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And people don't understand postmodernism. They don't understand uh, the rules. And it's it's why everybody gets so wound up. And it's why we're looking at Kavanaugh today and having something that we always would have said. He said, she said, I can't make a decision here. There's nothing here. Right. Maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe she's lying. Maybe she's telling the truth. I don't know. Yeah. We would have moved on. We wouldn't have. We would have had the decency not to even bring this to the people because it hurt the person who could have been innocent. Right. Exactly. And there are really, honestly, the more more that comes out with this story. But, but, but you know, barring some bombshell, it really does seem as though it's entirely fabricated. That's just my opinion. But when you go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Entirely, entirely what? Fabricated. It seems entirely oh, fabricated yeah. to me. I think so too. Yeah. This is just it, opinion. It. it, it, it yeah, it could be. It could be. 
you know, I'd like to hear some facts. I don't understand you know, a rapist gonna... stopping mid-rape. No one can explain that to me. It's like, this is what they do. They're filthy, they're, they're filthy, horrible people. Bury them beneath the train tracks, okay? Make sure everyone understands. Hate rape, everybody, because they're sick and twisted, right? If they are starting a rape, they don't just stop. This is where the adrenaline dump happens. This is the big show. I, either there's rape or you have a gun as a woman. But I guess we were supposed to believe okay, he so wait, got wait, drunk wait, and wait, passed wait, wait, out wait, wait. and stopped raping. No, no, but, but here's, the, here's what the, they're claiming, that, and, and I'm trying to remember what happened to get exactly today, talking about the FBI. The FBI does not investigate this. This no. is investigated at the state level, and, it's, and what they're claiming now is a misdemeanor. It's, it's one year um, uh, of, um, uh, what do you call it? You Community know, service? Uh, uh, now, limitative um, uh, statute of limitations. Oh. So it's one year. It's been 37 years. This is a misdemeanor, meaning he groped her, he held her down, he uh, touched her through her clothes, and then it was over. Yeah. Felony is different. W wait a minute. We're, we're, we're destroying people's careers over something that no one has any evidence of. And you can't get the FBI to uh, to investigate because this isn't the FBI's job. No, because they couldn't. They couldn't possibly. And of course, this happens day in and day and out on, cam on on campuses across the country with these sort of campus tribunals. Let me ask you this: because we talk about the outrage culture, right? This is a good example: the outrage at Kavanaugh. But what they are doing right here, that is outrageous. So what is the res obviously a measured response, obviously presenting facts and information. But when you have people who are willing to slander or commit libel. Um, what do you do? I mean, I'm of the belief that you don't find middle ground with evil. There are people with whom you can find middle ground, but you have to recognize those who you can't. Uh, what's your take on that? So I, I, I think you're exactly right. Um, you know, you can't, um, this book is not aimed towards Washington. It's not aimed to the, you know, people who are playing politics, and it's not aimed to those people who are just diehard, never going to, they will, they will never say a bad word about the president, be it uh, Trump or be it Obama. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, cut from the same cloth, they hung the moon and the stars and I will never say a bad word my way on the highway. Those people are out. But I think there are a lot of people that don't want to engage in this. And um, by, you've read, have you read um, uh, either The uh, Coddling of the American Mind or The Righteous Mind by uh, Jonathan Haidt? I've read portions of The Righteous Mind, not The Coddling okay. of the American Mind. All right. Uh, so the the righteous mind is great, and if you see that, what his his point is is sometimes not not with the extremes, but we're saying the same things. We're just approaching it in a different way. Right. And by by demonizing each other, uh, and by fighting back, you're not going to be able to make an impact. They're not going to come. They're not going to come your way if you're always screaming at them that they're stupid. Yeah. Well, you know, what if you're not screaming? Well, a good example, like recently, so we do change my mind. That's our first option. But just recently, yeah, we did a, yeah. a, a Crowder Confronts is another segment where this professor at UT Arlington said, I threatened to kill his children, posted false memes of me saying, you know, gas all the derogatory terms for, for, for Jews, which is actually, a, these were memes spread about me, it turns out, by a neo-Nazi website who didn't like me for supporting Israel. This professor realized it was fake. He continued with it and said, this man it, it actively has told me he will kill my son, he will kill my family, and was teaching his students. We called the campus dean. They did nothing. We called the campus police. No report was filed. From him, by the way, we called the campus lawyer. Nothing. So that's where we uh, we, we, we invaded his classroom and uh, uh, with a Bristol board of all of the things that he claimed, because I do think that a 
certain point, we're not confronting I don't think I these. Have a with that. Yeah, we're not. We're con- at, the, at a certain point, you're not confronting these people just to fight them or say they're stupid. You're confronting them for everyone else watching. Uh, but of course, the first choice is change my mind or or, or, or any of these debates that yeah, we there's have. Yeah, there's there's there's. There's a real difference. I mean, you're exactly right on evil. You don't negotiate with evil, and you don't you don't abide with evil. You don't live next next to it and just look the other way. Absolutely right. Right. So there's a difference between you know some outrage is warranted, uh, and some things have to be stopped. But I'm convinced that uh, the left is going so far. I mean, I hear people on the left all the time will come up to me and say, "I have to tell you, I am more afraid of my side than your side. We're getting spooky." There are these Democrats, Democrats locally, your neighbors, not talking about the people in Washington or, you know, sure. you know uh, going to Louis Farrakhan conferences. <laughs> um, you know, uh, those people are starting to be uncomfortable with the people that their party is hanging out with and abiding by. Yeah. Those are the people that we have to talk to. Right. And if your neighbor is Farrakhan, you have problems. I'm just mowing the lawn. And the Jews cause all wars. Okay, Louis, see you tomorrow. Uh, uh, all right. We do have to go. I know we'll have you back in the studio for a longer segment. Yeah. It is at Glenn Beck, as long as they allow it. Show the book one more time, Addicted to Outrage. Let them see it. Let them see it. It's on Amazon, right? Is there? Th- yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there are still physical bookstores, I think. Yeah, I think there are. <laughs> I think it's a, I haven't been in one for a I while. I swear to you, I the Barnes and Noble near me became a Barnes and Noble's cafe. They don't sell books. They just That's sell amazing. coffee. So I, I don't know get, anymore. You know what? And get the audio book. The audio book's really, really good. That's true. And plus, you sound like a, a, a narrator. Had a baby with James Spader. So I actually think the audio book might be the way that I go oh. while I'm driving. Yeah, Glenn, you go, thank you, you so much, sir. Uh, I know thank you're you, tired. I appreciate you coming. And we'll have you back on soon. Thank you. God we'll bless. be back to wrap this up with a nice... Greetings, America. Hopper Crowder here, telling you that you should follow uh, Stephen on Instagram at Louder with Crowder because a lot of pictures of me, it's good vibes all around, unlike the comment section. And the only thing is, he doesn't have Stephen Crowder. It's Louder with Crowder because that guy's a dick. <laughs> called the, the Cindy. I knew a girl named Cindy who claimed she couldn't go underwater without pinching her nose. You'd be like, just, just listen, just don't let the note, just don't breathe in. She would, I can't, I can't. Uh, that's my wife. She casts a pinch her nose? Yeah, every time. I don't understand. Is this a thing? Yeah. Is it a common thing? I think it's a mental thing. Comment below all the female viewers who we have. And I know on YouTube, we have a lot more who are Mug Club members, funny enough. But uh, Yeah, I met a lot of them I, at, at you mean A lot of women don't. my ears pinching my nose. Women don't like going in the comment section on YouTube. Right, on YouTube. I can't exactly. imagine. We have a lot of female viewers, not a lot of female <laughs> commenters. Uh, and I'm pretty sure most of them are catfish. Yeah. But I don't know what this is. She, she would always be, yeah, she'd panic. Uh, thank you. You got in a drowning dance, uh, Matt Eisman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, again, what the, so obviously Matt Eisman on, on Twitter. 
Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and then uh, American Ninja Warrior Junior on Universal Kids, October 13th. October 13th. They get a day off from the Nike factory. Thank you for helping them out. <laughs> uh, they got to stand for something. They did stand for something. You know, I, want, I wanted to bring this out, and there's, there's a, there are a couple of reasons for this. So this right here, because I wanted to give some credit to someone that don't often get to talk about in the show. You know what this is? You have any idea? Uh, I think Garrett knows. I know. Garrett knows. I printed, printed it. it. It's I'm gonna, we're going to play a little game here. And this is honestly to, to just thank the people here uh, at the show, and specifically one unsung hero who uh, I don't talk about enough. This, my I don't know, how, how do I unload this? Uh, there. Oh, oh my it's just God. a big stack. It's just a just big a stack. Big this stack. is, for people, this is... When we talk about why we've missed shows or something for a crowd or confronts or change my mind, people are like, Whoa, what are you doing? So, listen, we're not at home reading the member DC comics, okay? Uh, <laughs> this is one year's worth of Lider with Crowder writing. Wow. Just the last, yeah. and it doesn't wow. include research. So all the sources you just saw, this doesn't include any of that. And so no, nothing up my sleeves. What I'm going to do here is, uh, Matt, I'm just going to run my finger through, and then you just right. tell, tell me when to stop. Okay, 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 okay. Stop. All right, well, I'm... I'm gonna have to grab out a few sheets now because it's kind of heavy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a thing. I think some of them are. We'll you have been doing your you skip an arm day there. Skip, uh, skip. All right, hold on. Let's, which one? Which one? This sir. This this lost a page. Well, what just came out here? All right, this is. Let me read it exactly. So this about it's toxic, it's violent, but the good news is you just need to change. You need to become more like a woman. There's truth. You know, we have tens of millions of boys. Do you think he's more likely to become a compassionate husband and a loving father? What is this? I'm trying to remember what this was even from. What is that? <laughs> I've had nightmares where I just Mystique? get killed by... Oh, this was the please think of the children closing segment. Oh. Okay. Someone please think of the children. I'm yeah, like, yeah. why don't you think of the children? Right. So, yeah, I believe the oh, children you know are our future. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, there you go. Yeah, something toned up. All right, let's try it one more. Just so people don't think we're making this up. Let's 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 go. Let's have let's make this. All right, keep it going. Keep it going. This is a magic trick. This is a magic. This is a magic. Only it's like David Blaine where he actually just stabs himself. That's not a magic trick. That's not magic. You're just a weirdo. You just hurt yourself. Weird. You just spent time in Burton Ernie's dungeon. Stop there. Stop there. Up top. Up top. Not top. Something recent. Okay. Or it could be from the end. I don't know how you did it. I'll grab a couple pages so I can. I need any context because sometimes I don't understand what this stuff is. All right, we'll just grab this here. Anywhere here. This is. All right. Again, so people can can they see. The writing on this. Right. Yeah. This is um, af this is uh, episode two hundred nine. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Africa enters space race with Ghana's first satellite. We have footage of it being launched. Oh, that's where we did a really really crappy Ghana satellite. You know, a little bit of racing yeah. there. And Chinese restaurant offering discounts based on bra size. And that was a honey stuff your bra. We going to dinner. That was one of their best joke. Uh, and then uh, also, guess who just opened up a corporate account? And I think it was Eric Bowling at the Chinese restaurant, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, yeah, this, it was. So, or it could have been Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. We'll change that in post. Anyway, the point is, no, this allegedly, is allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, we also know Woody Allen likes to eat Chinese. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I, Mark, if I could have a job by the end of this, I don't, I don't know. The only I don't know. which I partake to, to keep my figure. <laughs> Also, I'm a pedophile. I just, you know. Was that Woody Walken? Woody kind of Woody. No, it was Christopher Walken and Wonka. Woody Wonka. I molested my nine-year-old Asian adoptee, therefore I get nothing. This was Korea sanctions passed over Kim Jong-un's full revenge, but first had to stop at Supercuts. Do you remember when we were worried about Korea?
Maria? I know. What happened? I don't know. Don't they still have nukes? This one was funny, by the way, because we had a, a, an image of it. We actually have, I have it written right here. See, it says 1985 lesbian. We went into a 1985 hairdo book and found the clearly lesbian haircut, and it was the Kim Jong-un haircut. Oh, wow. <laughs> so sometimes I read these notes. Anyway, hold on. Oh! So, oh. Uh, the reason I, I bring that up is not because, because this is a little bad. Yes, I wrote that Look stuff. That. Uh, I know, but I threw it so you could hear the thud. Yes. I was hoping that you would, you know, pick it up and be like, ow, my fingers. And I'd be like, ha, arthritis. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you have a short lifespan because you're tall. Uh, so, but the thing is, everyone here works hard, but there is one, one person on the team with whom none of this would be possible. That's my wife. And I, I, I've, I haven't really talked about this a lot. I've talked about how I like my wife. I've talked about how I, I really, it does bother me when people, they only badmouth their wife. I get breaking balls. Uh, but when it's the only thing you do, I mean, listen, I love my wife. Simple. And, and there's a big reason for that. There's a big reason that I've promoted the institution and the idea of marriage. So when people often come to this clothing segment, like looking for either advice or some kind of inspiration, hopefully this helps. It's not really sexy, and that's why we don't talk about it a lot. Um, it's not just because marriage is, is important foundationally to society, but because it makes your life better. How does this affect you? How does this help you? We can take 12-step programs, rules to improve your life. We can talk about all that, read all the books. All of it's valid, by the way. All of it's good. But all of it, all of it pales in comparison to finding a good, loving wife or husband to the women who are clearly not in the comments section. Because a man who finds a wife <laughs> finds that which is good. And the same for a woman who finds a husband. I've had a tough year, uh, health problems, growing business, we're trying to keep up with, making some hires, by the way. I don't, we're looking for two more editors and uh, a PA. So if you think that's you, yeah. uh, Photoshop experience, video, and then PA, hyperly organized. We need someone who can uh, get us coffees. Um, <laughs> don't email Teen Crowder, because that guy sounded like he was a dick. <laughs> Even when he was a teenager, He's don't getting, email him. Getting his own spinoff from like DC, a, by the way. Is he, <laughs> <laughs> You are definitely not going back to uh, your previous job. Hope you like tearing tearing Harry chair. Potter world. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's been a tough year. You know, health problems, growing business. We're trying to keep up with some 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 deeply personal uh, issues that we've been dealing with behind the scenes. It kind kind of honestly just break your heart. And to get through it, uh, I'm able to get up at God knows what hour in the day to slog through all of this that you see for you. Obviously, the fans matter an incredible deal. But I still wouldn't be able to do it just with you. I know you mean a lot, Mug Club members, without the support of my wife. It's, it's the one person who I know will always be there. And when people ask for advice, this is such a huge component to it. Most of us really just aren't complete. Most of us are not even in, in the vicinity of complete <laughs> without the right partner. <laughs> Sorry. So I realize Matt's older and unmarried and his parents have been on him. This is the worst clip. Oh, no, I just, I love, I love uh, when you quote Jerry Maguire, so. Yeah. Tom Cruise Because I couldn't share it with you. You mean, a, you mean Travolta? Stop it. That won't make fun All right, hold on. Let me get Ernest here because I hope you want the inspiration. But this is honestly, this is, it really is an amazing thing. And that also means the selection process is one that deserves respect. Doesn't matter if you like the same movies, if you both like doing old Pentax cameras or whatever the hell else your hipster Christian pastor friends tell you should be on the priority list. Picking the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with is not only pivotal, but it also will determine, prob it's probably the big biggest determining factor, biggest single determining factor in your personal happiness. 
Uh, for husbands, what does that mean? That means finding a woman who's, yep, loving, supportive, strong, loyal. Uh, most of all, has already, so these are things that will say gender neutral. I know people say loving, supportive. Yeah, I list that first for a woman, not in the same way that I would for a man. And I'll explain to you why. I am a complementarianist. I do believe in complementarianism. Sorry, traditional Western Christian. Ah, you're already here anyway. But what's most important is that you find a woman who's already lived the values that you're looking for in a woman. And they may not be the same values that I'm looking for in a woman. I'm just talking to whoever is out there, and I got a specific email, you know who you are. Look for someone who's already living it before you show up. For women, it means finding a husband with a backbone, who will provide, protect, of course, but is also gentle, tender with you, willing to listen. That's a big thing. I wasn't that one. When we first got married, I was not a great listener. I was not a great listener. They diagnosed me with ADHD, which I did not believe in, and then they had me do all these EEG tests, and then they did genetic testing, and then they finally had me read a book called Honey, Are You Listening? And I, and I didn't read it. But what I did, I swear to you, I moved the bookmark throughout the book because I knew my wife was checking up on me to see if I was reading it. Oh, yeah. And when they brought me to the therapist, I said, did, were you just moving the bookmark? I said, yes, yes, I did. That's what I was doing. I, I didn't lie about it proactively. And the mo something else, you've both got to have a servant's heart. Now, listen, don't take it from me. Go read that book called The Bible. It talks about that. But it's also really practical, even if you just believe it in some archetypal sense. So it means that both of you have to live to serve one another because the stupid idea that we hear all the time, and I hear this a lot, this is we see it in romantic comedies, oh, he'll love me just the way I am. Bullcrap. Okay? Yes, he loves you, but you could use improvement. Work on it. He loves you, period. You need improvement. Period. Work on it. Or the men who bitch. She's, you know, she's always trying to change me, bro. Women, they're always trying to change you. You know what? Maybe you could use some change. Be open-minded here, Mr. Low-cut pants and tank top. I'm going to keep, I think we're, you wanted to say something in quarter black hair? And then I got to no, yeah, uh, land this uh, plane. That, that point is very poignant for me. Uh, recently, we were out at Owen's show, and we met a couple great uh, mug clubbers from Chicago. So if yeah. you know, you're, you're right there. Yeah. Uh, and I Probably dead now. <laughs> I completely messed up the interaction, <laughs> the like small talk. And then after we just kind of talked about it and she kind of worked me through like, hey, this is like things you can do to improve yourself and interactions with people. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's what's so great about being married. You have a really nice wife. I, I, yeah, I don't list that among nice. the best quality. My wife or her, that conversation is <laughs> this. It's this. It's like George Costanza's. <laughs> and I get the message right away. And sometimes when we first got married, I swear, I'd be like, why are you hitting me in front of everybody? Because you're not a good listener. Because <laughs> I'm not a good listener. <laughs> so this is the thing. Marriage is not, this is one thing that's really important. This will improve your life. Not only will it improve society, you've heard Jordan Peterson talk about this, but individually, I can tell you it is the single greatest improvement, the single most important decision that I've made in my life. But marriage is not about two people who are perfect for each other. That's a lie. It's the exact opposite. It. It's the marrying of two very flawed, very sinful, very imperfect people to become one greater than the individual. You go in knowing that with eyes wide open, wow, that's when things click. But rather than fight the self-improvement and the self-change, you got to embrace it. Let me tell you what I love most about my wife. She's not, as, she's not necessarily as gentle with me. And you know what? I wouldn't do well. You think I would do well with a wife who was that? No, I need a wife who smacks me around every now and then. You should see our basement. Her st things I like <laughs> about my wife, uh, number one, her strength. This is the, the irony, right? We talk about, talk about this, whether it's my mom, whether it's my wife, uh, your wife. Uh, I don't know a single conservative woman who's, who's a shrinking violet. A single conservative woman, a single woman who is right-leaning, who is active in their points of view, who's a I've never met one. It's never happened. The only weak women I've ever met, the only perpetual victims I've ever met are leftist feminists. My wife, complete opposite. Her strength, her loyalty. I don't think I've ever seen anyone in my life uh, as loyal, and, and 
you know, there are a lot of other reasons, uh, but as loyal and trustworthy as my wife. And in this era of the Me Too movement, and I was thinking about this, the baseless accusations, I have zero concerns, none, zero, about my wife's intentions. And she can say the same about me. I love that about her. And her juicy heart-shaped tiny. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but it's true. I know people say, well, that's, that's, that's stupid, man. I can't. No, no. You know what? No. This is, this is the thing. If you go in and you're marrying someone who's already lived the values that you want to see, and you are, you can't be asking it from somebody, but you're doing it as well, that changes everything. She puts up with a lot, my wife. I know it. She knows it. Uh, but all of this works out. You see all of it. None of it happens. None of this happens. None of this show happens. None of this works out. None of it comes to fruition without the wives and the husbands of the people who work on the show. Do we have husbands, actually? Well, yeah, yeah, okay, one woman has a husband, and then we have a yeah. too cute Maddie who's too young to be married. Well, she's not too young. She's just, she's not married yet. Yeah. Watch. She's gonna have so she's many suitors now. But really, the wives and the husbands who may not be on the payroll, who may not be on the employee list, and we're continually hiring, they really do help make this show happen. And, and a big part of this, knowing no matter what happens, no matter how hard I fail, no matter who tries to sell me out to the devil himself, and this is what could happen for any of us with this new movement of baseless accusations, that I'll come home to a loving wife who I can trust, love, and, and man, we use the term priceless so often, it's meaningless, but that really is something priceless. It's not just peace of mind. It's a calming of the soul. And so I know these, these supposed incels out there and the people who bitch about alimony and, and men's rights are not going to like to hear this. But the truth is, if you were to map out your life right now, you want to talk about self-improvement, we've talked about be the guy who does something. Okay, pick a goal. Any goal, start moving toward it. If you were to map out your life right now and you were to say, okay, I want to chart a course to a lifetime of happiness, of peace, the one decision you could make is finding the right wife or husband. And that means a serious pruning process for you. Because she may see you as a project, but no self-respecting woman, by the way, is going to want to link up with a guy who doesn't have any of his crap together. But if you were to make one decision or a series of decisions that would lead to a longer, happier, more peaceful, fulfilling life, this is it. One of my favorite films of all time is actually uh, Rushmore, uh, a Wes Anderson film, earlier Wes Anderson film. And in it, Bill Murray, he turns to uh, a character, Max Fisher, he says, what's the secret, Max? And Max is beaming from ear to ear with a smile, Jason Schwartzman's character. And he responds and says, ah, I don't know, I guess it's just finding something you love to do and doing it for the rest of your life. Life. If you do it right, that's what marriage is. There's someone I love, there's someone who loves me, there's someone who's willing to be there for me for the rest of my life. That can be you. Don't buy the Hollywood hype. Finding a wife is finding something that is good. And it is finding, wait, did I just say that I, I do my wife for the rest of my life? I'm trying to think of my verbiage. Let's cut. Let's, let's cut to, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>